You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we are told in today's Gospel that the crowds asked Jesus for a sign. And this is strange because Jesus had performed many great signs already. He has worked the miracle of loaves feeding 5,000. He cured the sick and he had delivered people from the evil one. And yet they asked for a sign. And that is why the Lord said this is a wicked generation. It is asking for a sign. And the Lord said the only sign will be given is a sign of Jonah. Why the sign of Jonah? So today's first reading is taken from the book of Jonah. But it's important not just to read chapter 3 of today's first reading. You should read all the five chapters or so in order to understand the full significance of the story of Jonah. Jonah was a pious Jew and he had great hatred for the Ninevites because they were the enemies of Israel inflicting great harm and injury. And so, of course, Jonah wished nothing else except that they be punished or be exterminated. And so when Jonah heard that God was going to send punishment on the Ninevites, he was delightfully happy that such a tragedy would befall on them. We can appreciate the context of Jonah's resentment against his enemies. As far as he was concerned, they did not deserve to be saved, but to be destroyed. And so we are told that Jonah fled when the Lord called him to preach to the Ninevites. Of course, the other reason was Jonah knew God too well. He knew that God was a merciful God. And if the people were to repent, then God would save them from disaster. And that was why he ran away. As far as Jonah was concerned, only the Jews, they were the chosen people of God and not the Ninevites. But God was patient both to Jonah and also to the Ninevites. When Jonah tried to run away, of course, we read that his boat was almost capsized because of the storm. And eventually, the sailors and those inside the boat, they realized that Jonah was the cause of the horrific storm that caused them almost all to be drowned. And so they threw Jonah off the boat 
in order to save themselves. And of course, we know that God eventually saved Jonah using a big fish to swallow him. And he was in the belly for three days and three nights. But my dear brothers and sisters, first reading from Jonah was not just to underscore that God was compassionate to Jonah and gave Jonah a second chance. It is quite significant that today's the first reading began by saying the word of the Lord was addressed to Jonah. Up, he said, go to Nineveh. This actually was the second time. God did not even remind Jonah that, you know, the first time you abandoned the mission. The Lord did not bring up that old topic. He says, go and preach to the people of Nineveh. And it's also interesting because the first reading was not just saying that God loves everyone, including the non-Jews, the non-Israelites. Everyone is God's beloved, including their enemies. And that was why today, the two scripture readings, when you put them together, the theme is really not so much that God is merciful. The theme is that real conversion often happens by non-believers, not the believers. And this is a real irony. The most difficult people to convert in the church are those who are already baptized and those who are priests, religious, bishops included. The easier people to convert are those who are sinners, those who have left the church, those who are angry with God. And the reason is simple. In the first reading from the story of Jonah, we are told that when the people heard that Jonah was the cause of the storm, because God was punishing Jonah, the people have greater faith in Jonah's God than Jonah himself. Jonah was running away from God. And the people were crying out to Jonah's God to be merciful on them before they threw Jonah out of the boat. And they asked God for mercy, forgiveness. They did not want to throw Jonah out, but they had no choice. They were repentant. They had greater faith in Jonah's God. So too, the Ninevites in today's first reading, when Jonah proclaimed the second time, or when for the mission, this time, the second time he was sent, we are told everybody was converted, from the king right down to the animals even. All of them repented. They were all in sackcloth. Jonah had no repentance. He went again this time reluctantly, not because he wanted to. In fact, he was angry later on when God relented. But we are told the Ninevites, they believe again in Jonah's God, the pagans. 
that this God would be merciful. Who knows if God would not change his mind and relent? Who knows? They knew that God, the God of Jonah, would be merciful. They had greater confidence in God's mercy than Jonah himself. And that is why in today's gospel, Jesus said, the only sign that would be given is the sign of Jonah. He cited two examples. That this generation would be condemned because the queen of the south, who went all the way to see Solomon, recognizing him as the wisdom of God. And here Jesus, the wisdom of God, the son of God, the word of God, and they refused to recognize him. That's why Jesus said on Judgment Day, the men of Nineveh will stand up with the generation and condemn it. Because when Jonah preached, they repented. And here we have Jesus, the greatest prophet that ever spoke. And they did not repent. So my dear brothers and sisters, this is a lesson for us all. That's why Jesus in the Gospel did mention many times, a prophet is not accepted in his own country. Very difficult to convert those who think they are converted. Very difficult to convert those who are already Catholics, just like the Jews. Because they think they were the chosen people of God. Their salvation is guaranteed. No matter what they do, they remain the chosen people of God. And then sometimes Catholics can think the same way. Oh, we are baptized. Or Christian as well. We are baptized. We are justified by faith in Christ. So whatever we do, doesn't matter because Christ will save us. Christ will forgive us. We become complacent. We don't take our faith seriously. We don't really listen to the word of God anymore. The moment we finish our RCAA, that's the end of the formation process. Then we go back to routine. Maybe attend Mass once a week. and That's it. We hardly pray, hardly form ourselves, hardly read the word of God. Complacency. Just like the Jews. They didn't feel the urgency to repent. And secondly, self-righteousness. Like the scribes and the Pharisees. Self-righteousness. We think that because we are baptized, we are very holy. Many of us, I tell you today, many of us think that we are immaculately conceived. As holy as the Blessed Virgin Mary. You ask them, oh, I have no sins, Father. I have no sin. Just a few insignificant weaknesses. Yeah, but no sin. How can we, a person convert when the person has no sin? When the person does not feel that he has done anything wrong, there is no conversion. No conversion is possible. No remorse is possible. That is why Pope Francis tells us the whole church, from the Pope himself right down to the bishop, the religious and lay person, everybody must undergo conversion of heart. It is not a one-off thing. It's an ongoing thing. Being open to conversion every day. St. John Paul II, in his encyclical at the beginning of the new millennium, he says, let us know, have no illusions that just having beautiful structures 
will bring communion to the church or make the church grow. It is the path of holiness. There is no other way. If we don't take holiness seriously as a path that all of us must undertake, then we will be just like Jonah, like those in the crowd in Jesus' time. No repentance, no change. We should be inspired, my dear brothers and sisters, sometimes when I look at our catechumens, many of them are ready even to be marginalized by their family members because they choose Jesus. Many of them are willing to give up everything. They have greater faith in Jesus than we who are supposedly baptized and all Catholics because they don't take Jesus for granted. They have to pay a price to come to know Jesus. For us, we have got used to him. It doesn't really matter much to us. We are just hearing the word of God day in, day out. No change, no impact on our heart. We pray for humility and for the gift of a docile heart. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.